Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kid, Bria, and Flick. Last week, we finished out Season 2! The party managed to repel the orc army and send them packing after defeating their leader and making some crazy shaman lady kill herself. That was weird. (laughs) They returned to the tunnels and conducted a beautiful memorial ceremony for Meepo, Tess, and the other kobolds who lost their lives during the orc siege. It was then time for them to leave to pursue the third and final key to the mysterious temple at the center of the island. Uh Just as they were about to set out, however, an event shook the world. The earth trembled, a loud booming sound was heard far to the east, and the sky flashed an unnatural, brilliant blue. What was this strange event, and what does it portend? Will it affect the party as they travel towards Yuan-Ti territory to retrieve the final key? And will they be able to actually even get that far, or is the River Ushra going to prove too difficult to cross for them? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Let's we have roads, find don't out. Worry about it. We have a plan this time. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, hey, we, y'all. we've learned from our mistakes. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Um, have you? Not not really, but I'm. I feel like, you know when you watch a show... And then it goes on break, and you come back to it, and you're like, I don't remember anything. That's kind of how I feel. <laughs> Same. Like, I remember well, it's a the good shaman thing lady, but, that... and I remember the funeral. But after that, I'm just kind of like a blank slate. Like, I just don't. <laughs> there wasn't no. a whole lot after the funeral, except that say, we went to leave. And we, le- and we well, were we like. Practiced our leveling training. And as we did. Yeah. Then the, the blue happened. Yeah. There's a there's a small chance, and listeners, you'll know if this if I manage to get this edited and out uh, in time. But there's a small chance we'll have a season two recap that we release on Tuesday. There is a larger chance that we won't. But hey, I'm on a try. All right, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, so sky turns blue. Uh, Cobalt's sort of freak out because you all are literally have just stepped out of the tunnels at this point. You have not left or anything yet. Uh, what are you doing? That's you what I was going to ask. Wonderful timing. Go ahead. Um. Go ahead. So we're we're just we've just left like we could see the the cobalts still. Oh, you just stepped out of the yeah, tunnels. Literally, You're still okay. with them all. Yeah, amazing. Uh, I'm gonna turn back to Hawks and um, kind of gesture like with my hands up in the air. Like, any idea what that was? Uh, she, did, she mimics your motion and sort of shakes her head. That's kind of what I was hoping would happen. Just because I'm thinking if this is like a TV episode, like, huh, what? Oh no, okay, yeah. eh? no. Oh my gosh, no. we need no. to create a TV intro. Of all of us, like, smiling. Kind of like you guys. If you have not seen it, you have to go... Okay, listeners, if you're listening, you have to do this, too. I know exactly what you're talking about. Google D&D Beyond Critical Role... Uh, like commercial intro there is this incredible um animated commercial for D&D Beyond with like a full ass like orchestrated jingle song that's amazing <laughs> and kind of makes me like verklempt every time I watch it, it. Is, it's amazing it's a la like every single 90s animated TV yes. theme song it is amazing like literally we watched it the other day and I fell on the floor. I was so impressed. It is so awesome. It was amazing. <laughs> it's D and D. Yeah, oh, and it's so catchy. It's so good and inspiring. So it just catchy. makes you really want to use D and D Beyond. And that's another plug for D and D Beyond. Oh my god! I One love how all the ladies us. are just sitting here like, "What the hell is wrong?" The boys with are these geeking guys? out about it. <laughs> all right. So nobody knows what the, nobody knows what the blue is. What are you doing? Uh, wondering what the blue is. That's, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Let's see, was there an origin of the blue, or did the entire sky just go blue at once? No, the entire sky, just there was a flash of light, and then the sky was blue. And there's no change of atmosphere, like, um, weather-wise? No, no other, I, I think I said that you all, those of you who have magic, felt something sort of sort of hiccup in the weave of magic. It's not the weave on this world, but whatever. Um, but it's different than it is like on the full moon. So it, it's not that, but something weird happened. Um, I think we should wait for the aftershock. For the, oh, from the earthquake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In your face, I was, like, I was like, okay, so when you live in California, the after- <laughs> there are these things called earthquakes. <laughs> and what happens after the earthquake is called an aftershock. An aftershock. <laughs> We, or, we could or do that. Kit, Kit could start trying out some magic. And yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that, like, perhaps one of us should cast a little spell and see what happens. A little spelly poo. 
Yeah, just a little spelly poo. Who wants you to know. use more than a first level spell, though? Not me. I was about to say, I don't think we want to risk a spell slot or actual, yeah. in like, you know, if I was Flick, I wouldn't want to use too much energy at this point mm-hmm. yeah, um, right. because we are, you know, starting a journey. Um, <laughs> but I, can I roll Arcana? No, nah, I'm not proficient. That wouldn't work. Uh, I mean. Me, me. Yeah, yeah, you guys, that's fine. You can roll it. Because I think it's going to be a pretty I high think, DC to be able to tell anything without experimenting. Sure. But yeah, you can roll Because I think sure. I, as a player, have a thought of what it might be, but I just, I don't know. All right. Wait, yeah, is it. the Let's sky see. still blue or did it like change to blue? It's currently away. still blue. Okay. Oh, then that may not be. Well, I rolled a 16. Uh, no, not sure. Okay. I fucking quit. I fucking quit. <laughs> I know what it is. I know what it is. Okay, I know actually, what it is. Actually, that makes a lot of sense that you... Kit, did you roll Arcana? No, but I can. Can yeah, I? Yeah, go ahead and do... Yeah, go ahead. Dude, ooh, 19. Okay, that is not enough. Um, Boo! But... But it actually makes sense that Bria would be the one that sort of uh, has an idea because it is uh, one of Bria's main magical focuses that seems to have been affected. Um, let me actually make sure that this is true because this sounds really good, but now I have to look at Bria's spell list. I can tell you what's on there. Firebolt, Mage Hand, Shocking Grasp, Charm Person, Disguised Self, Magic Missile, Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. You're trying really hard to make this arcane trickster evocation based, even though it's not. Uh, <laughs> I want to blow uh, shit okay. up. But you crit, so it's fine. And you do have, you do at least have one illusion spell. <laughs> you feel like specifically, like you sort of like go through the motions in your head for each of your spells being like, well, what would happen if I did this? What would happen if I did this? And you get to your disguise self spell and something feels strange about that particular like you pull on those threads of magic and they feel particularly potent right now i am gonna disguise myself i'm not gonna tell my friends that i'm gonna do it okay you also um before you do that you can also tell that there are other aspects like there are other things about the magical forces that are also being affected but since you don't have since they're not things that you really deal in, at least not yet, you're not sure what other areas have been affected. Okay, so let's do a disguise self. Okay, uh, and how do you want to disguise yourself? I want to... <gasps> Ooh, um, I want to... Can I make myself the shaman? Oh, remind <laughs> me how tall you are. Uh, I'm 5'10", I think. Yeah, you're tallish, tall. right? Okay. Yeah, so that actually, that actually, um, for the most part, like, is within the bounds of disguise self. Like, it's, you're not trying to make yourself more than a foot taller. You're not, like, you have still two arms and two legs, whatever. So all of that, like, should work. And so all of a sudden, y'all, the shaman is standing um, in your midst. Right where Bria was, like, yes. I don't think and like Flick would freak also, out. Also, gonna punch. Yeah. Her she in the said face. something and moved. She said something and moved her hands before it happens. So like, especially can uh, it, Kit can, and, and right Flick, beforehand. You know. Can I do like a sleight of hand check and be like, "Look over there." <laughs> uh, sure, I'll buy that. Do sleight of hand. Actually, that's that's great. Do sleight of hand. Ah, uh, fourteen. Okay, so Kit definitely saw you with her crazy passive. Uh, Flick, what's your passive perception? Uh, it's a 13. Yeah. Okay, so you didn't notice her casting. Okay, so can I roll, well, insight, maybe? I don't know. I, I mean... Uh, what, I... Well, he knows. You all can make your own decisions about what you think. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You just didn't flick, see her flick casting. Knows. It was, you were standing right there and knows what spells you have, probably. <laughs> that's true. You kind of helped me with all of that. Yeah. Well, then I'm going to try to scare Bizdira. Well, okay. Bizdira is going to punch you in the face. I know. <laughs> Do it. Because her passive definitely did not notice that. And Nope. Do yeah. it. Hit me. Hit me. I'm going to do my blazing retaliation. Hit me, bro. Come at me, bro. Hit me. Hit oh me. Oh, my God. I miss. <laughs> Damn oh, it. no. Okay. All right. So Bizdira freaks out and goes to punch Bria. Uh, Kit and Flick, now that that's happened and she missed, are you going to... Are you going to say anything? Uh, it's I'm Bria. just going to shake my head. <laughs> uh-huh. And did I learn anything about this illusion magic? Well, so at the moment, no. You haven't noticed anything particularly different about the spell. Normally it lasts for an hour. You don't have to concentrate on it. So there's nothing different about that as far as you can tell so far. Um, the changes that you wrought are within the normal bounds of the spell. The three of you, Kit, Bizdira, and Flick, you all, I mean, you know it's her, but you can't see through the illusion at this point, right? Because you have to, like, you have to really inspect it to be able to to see through the illusions. If you all would like to do that, that's fine. But otherwise, like, you know it's her. I mean, I'll tell them that, like, what I figured out about the weave of magic. Okay. And that's why mm-hmm. I tried this and wasted it. I feel like we 
should just to see if we can. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. That to should be the like episode this. title. Yeah, <laughs> I think I would like. I feel look. like we should just to see if we can. It's so long. <laughs> um, but it's it's more about the idea of like if there's something weird with this type of magic, uh, and if we're supposed to be able to kind of figure out that she has disguised herself. But we can't. Like, maybe that's what it is. It's just making the magic stronger. Yeah. Right. You guys, I mean, over the year, you guys have seen her do this magic before. And you've all, you know, it sometimes you're better at looking through it than others. But usually, like, if you inspect her, you can sort of, you eventually see through the illusion. And the the body that she's changed herself into is still there. But it's sort of translucent. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, I was going to, I was going to, like, go up to Bria slash the shaman and, like, tell her to crouch down so I can, like, look into her eyes and see if it's like actually you know what i mean like deep like deep into her like eyes like in hook in hook when the guy <laughs> yes. the kid goes up yeah, to him and smushes his yeah, face kind of actually yeah <laughs> that's a sweet moment <laughs> except this is like the stakes are a little bit higher a little bit okay so if you're going to if you're going to go investigate the um the illusion and try and see through it make me an intelligence investigation check with disadvantage oh man you sure <laughs> yes i'm sure with disadvantage oh that is still pretty good yeah, no. Okay, so, uh, Bizdira. Four. Okay. Uh, K- uh, Kit, are you doing it? Uh, Or do you sure. not care? You don't have to. I mean, I guess if everyone's doing it, I'll do some okay. investigating. Okay. Ooh, but I did just very bad. <laughs> okay. Um, and how about, how about you, Flick? I got a 15. Okay, so that still does beat your DC, Bria. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Flick, you, it's tough. Like, you have to stare for longer than you usually do. But you do manage to see through the illusion. Kit and Bizdira, you can't, you can't see through it. Like, this is a far more potent illusion than you've ever seen Bria cast. And I know, cool. uh, would I know the school of magic of disi- disguise self? Yeah, it's illusion. All right, all right. Um, what language do the Yuan-Ti speak? Draconic? Uh, that's a really good question. The Yuan-Ti, that I think I know the answer to, but don't want to be wrong, so let me double check. Yeah, so they speak, yeah, depending on who they are, they will speak either uh, some sort of draconic or some sort of abyssal. Okay, so this could be quite useful for us, because I speak draconic. We all speak draconic. Right, I forgot yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, we've been living with kobolds for over a year now. She's like, guys, it's fine. I speak their language. Toss, toss. And everyone just stares at her. Like literally, everyone present. I literally speaks her out. I thought can, she was joking for a second. I was like, can you? Well, can you actually say that to her in draconic? Self? Yeah, I, yes. I will speak. I will say that in draconic very clearly. The entire the the entire uh, council, remaining council, and the three of you all in perfect unison go in draconic. So do we. <laughs> I'm going to, um, the shaman is going to sit down on the floor with her arms crossed. No, like that's, I, I know that move. I don't oh like boy. it. boy. All right. Angsty. Well, okay. I don't know if there's anything more to do here. I think we have to press on and see if anything changes. Yeah, I agree. I so agree. I, I might say that it's worth now stopping at the temple. Oh, you think so, Bria? Um, I do think that if we're passing the um the temple, then we should definitely do that. Okay. Well, that was going to be my next question. As you guys set off, so you could go in a straight line down towards where the two of you, Bria and Flick, are getting the ping for the object. Which Bria, you as the cartographer for the group, sort of get the sense that that's not going to take you past the temple. If you were to go to the temple, it it would probably add a little time to your trip, though not a ton. The temple isn't super far off the straight line path. It would probably add about a day of travel. We've just never, like, even attempted to talk to the people at the temple at this point, right? No, because they yeah, attacked no. us the first time. <laughs> they attacked us because of Azdira. <laughs> no, I think they actually attacked us because of me. I think I was. You started I, it. I think that if might I be remember true, correctly, actually. I think I did, and I made the ground shake, and they started running at us. And sorry, I think I think this entire campaign is actually my fault. I'm really sorry. What if at the beginning of this campaign, we would have talked to them, and they would have been like, "Hey, so there's these keys. We've got the locations. Um, here's all the yeah, info." Yeah, but what I'm getting fun them. would that have been? <laughs> <laughs> campaign over. I mean, I think it's definitely worth stopping by again if we want to, okay. if we want to spare the day. Yeah, let's do it. All right, great. So you heading out? Yeah, we'll wave a final goodbye to our kobold friends. Bye. Be like, that was weird. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> 
Goodbye. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye now. All right. So off you guys go. And this part of the journey is, I mean, you've you've made this trek several times. Bria has pretty pretty well detailed maps that'll take you at least as far as the temple. At that point, you're going to be heading towards a portion of the island that you've never been to. So things might get a little hairy, but at least for, um, it usually takes you guys about three days to get as far as the temple. And uh, in terms of like knowing your way, shouldn't be any problem at all. Okay, cool. So... Uh, this first day, uh, you guys travel for about an hour, and, uh, Bria, you're ready for the spell to wear off and for you to revert to Azamar form, and an hour ticks by and the spell doesn't drop. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell no! Now not. the next question I is, think- is Bria gonna be the shaman forever? Forever. forever. Well, she can turn the spell off, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, yeah, you could dispel your own spell, sure. Is this gonna be forever? I turn to Bria and say. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, timing it the second that I turn. He, like, starts I know. timing. Yeah, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so you all carry on. A sense of anticipation rises in the group because you know that sometime in the morning of the second day of your travels, you will reach the river. But that's for later. Uh... <laughs> I want everyone to make perception checks, please, as you continue on uh, on this first day of travel. Let's start with, oh, I, the face, so we're going to start with Bria. Passive? Ugh, sure. Okay, but I crit failed otherwise, so. You know what? I'm going to take the crit fail. I'm taking I, the crit fail. You know what? I think, yeah, I think, the, I think the passive doesn't apply if you crit fail. <laughs> so, so crit fail, I great. saw I a butterfly. Or one of my birds. I think I saw one of my birds. Yes, excellent. Ms. Dira, how about you? 21. All right. Uh, Kit. We are taking passive. Unless you crit failed, yes. Then my new passive is an 18. Yes. You guys will never miss anything again. Flick. (laughs) Uh, 16. Okay. Um, So, Bria does not notice this, but you all can see sort of on the ground around uh, the base of a tree, you see, like, you at first just notice little sparkles uh, but then you look more closely and you can see just beautiful like jewel toned colors shining like there's like something of many colors is reflecting this light uh, from the base of the tree something to say good Wait, lord I'm holding onto it until you're I, I I love it so yeah that well I mean that, that was it that's what you see Kit. <laughs> okay well if I'm remembering correctly I'm pretty sure that is the exact description we got when we I think it was me and Bizdira when we fell into the other side of where they are. So I don't know if all of, I don't know if it means anything, but I'm pretty sure that was very, very similar to what the other side of that wall looked like. Hmm. There are like jewel tone. Mm-hmm. Ju- ju- okay. Yes, that is a very similar description to what you described, though you, what you, when you saw it, when you were down there, you weren't anywhere near this close. Hmm. Flick will go over and investigate the many colored Julie things stuff. Bria's gonna keep walking. Oh, (laughs) absolutely she is. Absolutely she is. Uh, I mean, it's sort of in the direction that you all were headed, so maybe you just think she's going to look with you. Uh, Bizdira and Kit, what are you guys doing? Same. Investigate. Okay. Yeah. Kit, you going up to Cautiously. Cool. I don't trust it. (laughs) Great. So... As you get closer, the the dazzling colors and speckled lights that are moving around just become more and more captivating and enthralling and gorgeous. And I need all four of you to make wisdom saves, please. All four? Oh, great. Oh, yeah. You notice it once you get closer. I crit failed. I don't notice anything. Oh, you you do now that you're too close to uh, to avoid making this save. All right, let's go other order. So flick. Uh, 20 adjusted. Okay. Bizdira. 10. Kit. 10. And Bria. Wisdom, you said? Yes, I did. 15. Okay. So, Bizdira and Kit, both of you just can't stop looking at this bright light, and then all of a sudden, both of you are blind. (gasps) Oh, good. Amazing. I'm so Uh happy. Did Kit relay Um, the information about the... Yeah, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Kit's not, Kit's not Schwartzy. She doesn't keep stuff back. Um, (laughs) Great. So... The two of them are all of a sudden blind. Bria and Flick, you're able to sort of hold on to your senses and not stare quite so deeply into the color, though it is still incredibly enthralling. Like, it is hard to tear your eyes away. You just are able to sort of resist for now. Uh, looking quite so deeply. The two of you, since you are still sighted and are closer, though, you can see that these colors are coming from the carapaces of a an enormous, 
pile of these of these beetles. And each of them has a different colored jewel-toned carapace that's reflecting the light in all of these colors. I want to firebolt it. Oh, okay. Oh, Do okay. That. I say and that. Then, I say and... that out loud and look oh, at okay. click. Okay. Um, also, was there like a bright flash of light that made them go blind, or just because they were staring at it? Just because they were staring very deeply at it okay. and just couldn't seem to turn away. Okay. Can I firebolt flick, please? Uh, please. I mean, we're we're gonna. I'm gonna pull the other two back. Can I, can I do that? Are they, like, they're just blinded? They're not, like, entranced by it? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're just blinded. They're just blinded. Okay, great. So I'm going to pull them away, and then you're I think we should... They're just blind. Oh, but they're, they're just blind. And then I'm... Uh, and then I think, sure, go ahead if you want to. We just got to move the okay. full range back. So let's do this, then. So uh, you when, when this happened, you were about 25, 30 feet away from the beetles. So you've pulled the two of them back out of range. And are you staying back with them, Flick? Uh, yes, because I'm about to cast spells on them. Okay, so Bria, you're about 30 feet from them at this point. Okay. So go ahead and make the firebolt attack, and then everyone else roll initiative, and we'll get into this. This is going to be so oh, much fun. Goodness. You want me to make the attack first or roll initiative first? Uh, no, go ahead and make the attack first, because you'll do that on a, on a quote-unquote surprise round. Oh, boo. It's only a six. Okay, so you fire that in there, and the beetles just sort of move. It's like they see it coming as a group. They move away from where the firebolt is, and then this angry buzzing sort of begins to sound as they all fly up in a great swarm and begin to fly towards you. I'm sorry. Great. Yeah, Amazing. okay. This is so fun. I certainly hope that someone tells those of us who can't see what's happening. What's don't happening. don't worry. Depending on my initiative, I may be able to help. Such a good time. All right. Uh, so let me roll initiative for them. Oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, Flick, how about you? Uh, that's an 18. Okay. I'm rolling Bizdira. really well today for some reason. Knock on wood. 15. All right. Uh, Kit. 16. All right. And Bria. 17. Wow. Oh, God. 15, 16, 17, 18. I love it. You all are just so <laughs> in sync. They unfortunately got a 20, so they're going first. No! Boo! <laughs> So they're all going to fly. Oh, yeah, they're absolutely flying right at Briathos. And they just swarm into your space. They're crawling all over you and biting wherever they can. They are angry AF. Does a 20 hit you? It does, um, but they get a blazing retaliation. Okay, well, hold on. Let me roll their damage, and then you can... They have... What do they... Do you just... I can't remember. I don't remember that feature. 1d6 fire damage. They don't make a save, right? It just happens. Yeah. All right, let me roll their damage first. So that is seven piercing damage as they bite you and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and uh, you need to make a constitution save. I crit. Crushing it. Nine. All right. So you also take some. You also take some poison damage. What? Uh, you take yes. You take four poison damage I as their man. Their po- Yeah. So you didn't take the full damage, nor did you become euphoric, which hopefully one of you will, because I think it's fun. <laughs> All right. So they bite you. Okay. You can go ahead and roll your uh, retaliation. I already did, and I got a six. Nice. You are rolling gangbusters tonight, aren't you? Now it's over since we pointed okay. that. You're welcome. All right, Flick, so you see this swarm just completely cover the top half of Bria. Um, sorry, Bria, you did that. I know I told you that you could, but you had the idea. And (laughs) I, which one of you had the higher initiative? Mm. Sorry, I'm metagaming, but... How far, that's okay, how far back did you pull everyone, Flick? I said the full range of the fireball, or fire, fire bolt. Well, that's 120 feet. Oh, then it would have been like, what, 40 feet? Okay, so you pulled them all 40 feet back. So at this point, you were 40 feet back from where Bria was, so you're 40 feet back from them now. Okay, um, then I am going, which one of you had the higher initiative? I believe it was me. Bria is on deck. Bria is on deck, then Kit, then Bizdira. Cool, then I'm going to cast Lester, uh, Lester, oh God. (laughs) And now I think (laughs) the spell belongs to a guy named Lester. Um, Lesser Restoration on Kit. All right, so Thank Kit, you. you are no longer blind. Uh, all right, Why? anything else, Flick? Uh, that's it for me. You're next, Biz. Thank you. All right. So, Briathos, you are up. Make me another wisdom save as they are all over you, and that dazzling, glittering light is incredibly nice to look at. 16. 16. Okay, so you keep your sight as you're able to keep from looking too deeply in the colors. Go ahead and take your turn. Okay, so I am going to... Boop, 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 boop. Mm. 
I am going to disengage. Okay. And I'm going to run my full 30 feet in the opposite direction of my friends. Okay, great. Um, slash siblings. Um, <laughs> and then I am going to use my short bow, which is new, and try yes, to it attack is. them. Yes, you will. Oh, did you crit fail? <laughs> <laughs> it was like on 19 and then it like it was on the edge of my paper and then it landed on the one and I was like Whoa. really good so uh, you're not quite sure about this bow yet and you do that thing, like you hold it back and you release and the arrow just sort of falls to the ground at your feet right. <laughs> it's very dramatic I'm sorry to laugh also very ineffective alright anything else Bria? no that's it I'll pout alright Kit you are no longer blind you are 40 feet away from this shining swarm of beetles what are you going to do next? Okay. Um, so are the beetles all just in like one centralized group? Yeah. At this point, yeah. So if I were to attack them, would they be treated as like one creature? Yeah. I'm treating it as a swarm, which is a single medium-sized creature made of tiny beetles. Okay. Uh, I have two options. I don't know which is more fun. This is my I main question. I wouldn't recommend heat metal. Roll for it. <laughs> you wouldn't. That saved us several times. <laughs> um, Odds one, even the other. Roll a d8. Okay. I say me who is not the DM. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna make him do it. I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna make him okay. DM the anniversary Don't, stream. Absolutely, I will wring your neck. Um, also, Jazzy, you would be a terrible cleric for us. So I, I'm. That's not wrong. <laughs> Actually, I would be a better. I would be a better healer than like a f- actual like in it fighter. Like a war, yeah, like a war cleric or a fighter. Mm. All right, Kit, what are you doing? Okay, I'm gonna use a spell. Uh, I'm going Huzzah. to cast. <laughs> I'm gonna cast fame. Oh God, so really many good. word problems. Uh, I'm gonna cast today. <laughs> flaming sphere. Good job. Flaming sphere. Good job. Thank you. I tried really flaming hard. Flaming poisoning sword of doom. I missed a word in there. Anyway, all right, flaming sphere. <laughs> so a five foot diameter sphere of fire appears in an unoccupied space of your choice within sixty feet. Where does it go? Do you I want to right at the beetles. Right at the the beetles. Great. Middle of the cluster. Uh, On their turn, they will have to... Wait a minute. They have to take... Do a dex saving throw right now. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I think so. All right. Dex save. So you're ramming it into them. It's a 12. That does not save. Yeah. Huzzah. All right. They're going to take 2d6 fire damage. They do. Do, 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 do. Ooh. Ten. Nice. Ten. Wow, that'll do. Hey. Good job, Kit. Thank you. All right. What did they take damage from? What was the last damage they took? Blazing Retaliation. Oh, that's right. That's right. Thank you. All righty. So that was Kit. Bizdira, you are blind, but it is your turn. Um. So they're 40 feet away. They're 40 feet away, says Flick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> can, they're 40 can feet away. Flick, like, <laughs> point me in the direction <laughs> so that I can walk 10 yes. feet. Ahead. Yes. Can I just guide her? Can, since I didn't use my movement, can I guide her so that I can be with her? Uh, sure, yes. I love that. Yes, okay. absolutely. Cool. So we're going to stroll 10 feet Great. closer to the swarm. Like, I'm holding onto your arm <laughs> to guide her like an old old person. Like, just like, and then dirt, dirt. Kit should become a seeing eye dog. Yeah. And oh then, my God. Um, I, want, oh, I want Kit to I like just it. raise my hand at the, okay. the swarm so I can do... I love this. Um, Radiant Sunbolt. Okay, I love that. Go ahead with disadvantage, but go right ahead. Do it. Double I got crit. you, bro. 40, uh, sorry, 16? Oh, yeah, that hits. Yes! <laughs> Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> with Flick's help, you point it right in the right in the direction of him. For a three damage. Three Radiant. All right. Um, <laughs> and as you, as you fire that off, and Flick is like, it hit! And then all of a sudden, your vision comes back, yes. uh, and you can see the uh, the swarm. I high five, right. Flick. Oh yeah, Matt, I wasted that lesser restoration though. I still appreciate you still, it. I was gonna say no, but and you did a lot of damage, which is great. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, true. let her let her target them. All right, second round. It is the Beatles' turn. They have to decide what who they're gonna go after. And I think the answer is the ones who are hurting them. So they're going to fly in y'all's direction over there where the three of you are, ignoring Bria and her arrow tossing. Uh, <laughs> and they're going to go for, I think this time they're going to go for Kit. So they fly over to you, Kit, and swarm on top of you and are crawling all over you, biting into your flesh for a 14 to hit? Uh, that doesn't hit. 
Yes. Does not hit. Okay. So it does not hit you, and I believe that is the end of their turn. Flick, you are up, and you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Alternatively, you could choose to, like, look away from the swarm, but then you wouldn't be able to see them to target Not, them. Yeah, I was about to say, I gotta target them. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, 17. Oh, that'll do. You manage this time to... Once again, not look too deeply in the colors. Go ahead and take your turn. Perfect. Okay, I'm going to use my new cantrip, and I'm going to point at him and toll the dead. Hmm. So they have to make a con save, right? That is a uh, wisdom save. Oh, I always think this is con, and I'm never right. You would think I would learn. Battling uh, death. All right. Toll the dead wisdom save. <laughs> no. Uh, it's no. a four. Nope, didn't save, so that's... Have they already? Have we done damage to them again? Oh yes, yes. So you get to roll double or whatever it is, an extra d12. It's, an, it's a d12. So that is ten damage. That's good. Nice. All right. Okay, you have taken out a significant chunk of the swarm now. There's still some of them there, but it's significantly smaller than it was before. Bong. Bria, you're up. Oh yeah, you guys hear that tolling bell that you heard while Flick was was training. You just see very, a chunk of them like it's drop very to the creepy. All right, Bria. Um. I'm going to try the short bow again. Am I still the shaman? Okay, do you are still the shaman, yeah. <gasps> oh, wait. <laughs> hang on. Can you, just because I don't have it written down, uh, go over yeah. the logistics of Tasha's Hideous Laughter for me? Of course I can. So, uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter, one of my... Uh, no, that's not true. It's not one of my favorites, but it is a really good spell. Uh, says, a creature of your choice that you can see within a 30-foot range, which they are currently not from you, okay. but you could move up so that they would be perceives... Oh, no, that's not true. You're 70 feet from them, so you probably... Oh, you can dash. I'm gonna stop talking. Perceives everything as hilariously <laughs> funny and falls into fits of laughter if this spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom save or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and uh, uh, unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less is not affected. Oh, okay. So then I'm gonna try to short bow. But thank you for reading that to Okay. Me. You are welcome. Um, and actually, is there anything for me to hide behind over here? Probably, yeah. There's plenty of trees and stuff that you could hide behind. Okay, so can I make a stealth check and then try to short bow so I get advantage? You can. They will, because they're not really focused on you. After you fire, though, they'll know you where you are, so you won't remain hidden from them if that's, that's a concern. But you could do it to, yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, um, good thing it's plus seven. <laughs> uh, Thirteen. For stealth? That, that is their passive, so they do see you still, so regular roll. 13 to hit. 13 is also their AC, so you do hit this time. Good! Uh, so, 5 regular damage. Okay. And 8 sneak damage. Okay, so you manage to, it's really quite impressive to see, uh, but you just fire at just the right moment that all of the remaining beetles are in a straight line, and your arrow goes through all of them, and you defeat the rest of the swarm. Which, wouldn't it be nice if that was where things ended, but you hear, from not too far away, a monstrous roar. No! As... At the same second, like it hurt. Oh no, 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 no. Okay. And a creature unlike any that you have ever seen uh, drops from the trees right into the <laughs> middle of uh, where Bria is standing and where the other three of you are standing. This creature looks sort of like an oversized gorilla, but it's got four arms gray, gray skin, white fur, fangs, and claws, looking very, very intimidating. And it has been very sneakily climbing through the trees and heading right for you all. And it drops down and looks around and sees Bria all by herself and goes for her. And so it runs over and attacks Bria with all four of its arms and tries to bite her as well. We'll deal with the bite first. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, that is a 25 to hit. Uh-huh. And then claw number one <laughs> is a natural 20. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> claw number two. Oh, claw number two is claw number two is only a is only a seven. I might you might want to. I don't know what you're rolling for these. I only have um uh sixteen hit points, so you might want to see oh, your you, damage. You'll be fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, although it'll probably honestly continue to go to town on you even if you drop. Oh. Okay. Uh, but let's see. No. <laughs> All right, so let's do the bite and the one claw damage. So, oh, well, those were crap rolls. Two, two ones and a two. So that's four, eight. So that's 12 damage so far. Kay. And it still has two more claws that it's going to go after you with. Uh, 12? No, right? No. 
Okay, and a 13? <laughs> no. No, okay. So those, the rest of the attacks miss you, and it just roars right in your face. Kit, you are up. Oh, wait. Wow. Hold on. Yes? Take three points of blazing retaliation. <laughs> okay, so it <laughs> rears back very surprised at what just happened uh, as your shield lights up and bursts flame into the creature's face. Now, Kit. Great. Okay. Um, first things first, I think I'm probably just going to use my bonus action to slam the sphere into our new friend. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right, so it needs to make a deck save. Indeed. That is a six. That does not save, I am very Great. happy to say. Uh, it's going to take eight points of damage. All right, very nice. And then, what am I going to do? Well, I don't know. Such a good question. (laughs) Um, La, la, la. I think I also have a new cantrip, and I think I want to test it out. Oh, I forgot you took this one. Yeah. Um, I am going to use Thorn Whip on this guy. Yeah, so you're going to have to... uh, Oh. Can I do that? Uh, So you're a little out of range from it. Because you're... uh, Yeah. No, go ahead. It's fine. You would be five feet, and it's all sort of... We're not on a grid, so that's fine. You have to run towards it, right? Your full move. But then that's fine. We'll go ahead and say you can do it, because I like this. So go ahead. Okay. And... All right, so you make a spell attack. Yes, okay. So, yeah, you co- you create a, a whip, vine whip, uh, covered in thorns. And if you, well, let's see if you hit first, and then we'll talk about it. You crit, I crit. didn't you? <laughs> yes. Yay! <laughs> All right, so that's 2d6, and the creature is, in fact, large, so you are able to, if you would like, pull it 10 feet closer to you. Absolutely not. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I do not want it. It was, it was well, more. It was more oh, about being away from Bria. I was about to say. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll pull it away from Bria. Fine. Oh. I'm so yeah, self-sacrificing. <laughs> Ooh, but I rolled bad, and it only takes three points of damage. Okay, that's okay. Isn't it more for the crit? Oh. That was the two D. That was two D six, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you you yank it by the leg, and the thorns don't dig in very deep, but you do manage to yank it backwards uh, about 10 feet. All right, Bizdira, you are sighted and see all this happening. So how far away is he? Uh, You could get to him in a move, we'll say. Okay, great. So I'm going to go up. I'm going to short sword. All right. For a 14. 14 hits. Fantastic. That's five damage. All for right. the short sword, and then I'm going to kick. Do it. Kick him right in the face. Kick him right in the face. I'm going to miss, the, so I'm going to use a, a key point. All right. Try and kick and him in the face to, again. Yeah. For a 11. 11 doesn't quite. He One of his arms sort of like parries your leg away, and you don't <laughs> manage to connect. All right. Top of round three. Flick, we're back to you. All righty. Um, I'm going to healing word, my friend Bria. Because I saw her go okay. down pretty hard. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a uh, seven to you. Thank nice. You. And then I am going to toll the dead. I'm going to walk a little bit closer to, yeah. um, mm, I, I would say like 10 feet closer. And then I'm going to toll the dead on the gorilla. All righty. That is, ooh, that's a 20. Uh, yeah, that saves. All right. Uh, Bria, it is your turn. This thing has gotten yanked about 10 feet away from you. Oh, um. Okay, I forgot it got yanked from me. And Bizdira is next to it? Yes. Okay, so let's just uh, shortbow then. Do it. Murr, it's only a 10. See what you did to my dice? <laughs> All right, so that the short bow. But hey, at least this one managed to actually fire off of the bow. So like uh-huh. getting better. All right, so that was Bria. It is now the creature's turn. Kit, remind me where you are. You're within 30 feet, right? Uh... I think, yeah, he'd be 20 feet from me right now, since I, uh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Excellent. I'm All sure right. that I'm so about he to be is, in a world of fun. Yes. So he is going to sort of step so that he is, his arms are really long, and he's going to step so that he's sort of directly in between Bizdira and and Kit. So Bizdira, he's actually moving out of your threat range, so if you want to make an attack of opportunity, you can. Uh, no, I think I'll pass. <laughs> okay. Of course I'm going to so take it. So he's direct... <laughs> oh! Oh, crit? I crit! Yes! <laughs> yeah! Short sword for the win. I hope you're going to get the 
gonna get the bite for that. The uh, attack, bo- the damage bonus, does that go to both or just one? That does not get doubled. Only the number of dice you roll gets doubled. So, nine. All right. All right. So, uh, the order of events is a little different than what I just said because I just realized his bite obviously doesn't have a 10 foot reach like his arms. So, he turns to bite you, Bizdira, and he's gonna try and bite you. Let's see if okay. this happens first. That is a 14, I think. Wait, I no, thought I'm sorry, he was 15 walking bite. away from me. Yeah, he's going to after he bites you, and that's oh. when you'll do the hit. Okay. So that's a 15 to hit? Yeah, tie. Okay. So he bites down on you. Oof. He bites down on you for uh, 10 piercing damage. Then he starts to move away, and you smack him with your sword and dig into him pretty good. Uh, so he's going to turn, and two of his arms are going to try and attack you, Bizdira. Uh, that is a... 14 to hit. No. And a 25 to hit. No. So one of his other claws uh, manages to slash into you and do another uh, 7 slashing damage. Then Kit, you from 10 feet out get the other two claws. So that is an 18 to hit and a 15 to hit, Kit? Yeah, 15 ties. So both of them hit. Okay, so you get both of those and t- good lord, and take 20 points altogether of piercing, uh, uh, sorry, guy? of slashing oh, damage. What the fuck? Oh, he's, he's large with very sharp claws. Alright, that was his turn, and he just roars into the canopy. Uh, and uh, Kit, it is your turn. Bizdira, you're on deck. I am annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so first things, again, I'm gonna slam the spear into him. Yep, alright, so Hina is gonna make another deck save, and this one is 13. Ooh, that ties. So I went, right? Okay, no, he's gotta meet your DC. Yep, sorry. But I think, does he still take half? I can't remember with this spell. Yeah, he still, I believe, yeah, on a failed save, you take half. Okay, so you can you can roll both D6s and we'll cut it in half, or you can just roll one, it's up to you. Eh, I'll just roll one, I guess. Okay. I rolled a four, so that's pretty good. Okay, that's not bad. Okay. All right, so that's um, your bonus action. Yeah, and then I'm gonna use an action to wild shape. Da, 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 da. Uh, you got a you got a wild shape with a bonus action, which you just used. I thought it was an action. No, it your says, circle of the moon lets it be a bonus action. Mm. Oh yes, it does say on there, but then if you go into your class features and look at uh, wild shape druid circle combat wild shape, it'll say uh, you gain the ability to wild shape on your turn as a bonus action. Fuck that. Uh, No, that's amazing. I love being a circle of the moon, blah, 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 blah. Um, (laughs) Okay, uh, but I want to be far away from this fucker. Um, So I would like to... How close is it to Bizdira? It is directly in the middle of you two, so it's about 10 feet from each of you. Make an intelligence check for me. Uh, We'll call it... Yeah, just straight intelligence for me, Kit. Okay. He wasn't grappled at all with her vines. No, it just pulled him away from you, but it, then it, then they dissipated. Mm. Uh, that was a 15. Okay, um, so that's enough for you to realize that, like, you, you're now, you're you're a combatant and you understand how fighting works and you know that generally if you turn to get away from an enemy when you're within their reach like when you're right next to them they're going to get an attack of opportunity that when you turn your back right the same thing will probably apply to this guy even though you're 10 feet away because his reach is so far this guy is the worst <laughs> <laughs> Um, you could, I mean, if you want to just get away, you could use your action to disengage still, and then he wouldn't get the attack, and you could still move away. Okay. I think yeah. that's pretty smart. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'll disengage, okay. and I will run away. All right. Towards Flick or towards Bria? Uh, towards Flick. Oh, I guess towards, yeah, I guess towards Flick, because you'd have to go past him to get towards Bria. Yeah. All right, great. So you disengage and very carefully retreat a bit. Bizdira, you are up. Flick, you're on deck. Okay. Um... So the gorilla thing is the only thing within 10 feet of me now, right? That is correct. Okay, so I'm going to do something fun and use my radiant consumption. Hooray! All right, so you turn that on, her eyes light up, and she just bursts with radiant energy, which you all have seen before. You know to stay 10 feet away from her. Yeah. The creature, however, does not. I, he'll figure it out real quick, but at the right. moment, he does not. <laughs> um, so I do that. Is that an action or a bonus action to set that up? For radiant consumption? Uh, yeah. Let me double check. It is a Ours are bonus. action. It is an action. It is an action. So, yes. okay, so I can still um, 
do a unarmed attack, right? Uh, you have to have taken the attack action in order to get your martial arts bonus attack. Crap. So that's all I can do, right? Is just set that up? Yeah, I mean, you could you could use, if you wanted to, you could use a key point to take the dodge action, which would give any attacks against you disadvantage. You could also, you could use a key point to disengage if you wanted to move away from him, but I guess you don't because you want to be close to him to cause him no. damage. So. Um, you know what I will do? I'll use my healing hands on myself. Uh, wait, I think that's an action too. Yes, it is. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's all right. You don't have to use bonus action. That's fine. All right, that's and then fine. at the end of uh, your you turn... Know, yeah, that's fine. Okay, at the end of your turn, you do three radiant damage to it and one to yourself. Yep. As the celestial light within you threatens to burn you from the inside out, but not nearly as quickly as it threatens to burn him from the outside in. All right, top that's of round four. Flick, you're up. Okay. Uh, um, Bria, you're on deck. I am going to move a little bit closer, not within... I would say I'm 20 feet from it. Okay. And... um. Who's looking the worst of my friends here? Well, make a medicine check before they start spouting off hit points. And I crit fail that, so I don't know. You have no idea. Um, and... So, that being said... Crap, I wanted to use that, but it's a reaction. My hellish rebuke is a reaction, not an action. Correct. Um, okay. Then I am... I'm gonna toll the dead again, so that's a wisdom save. Alright, wisdom save it is... That... That is a six. No. He's just very distracted by the radiant light burning him to his work to his left. So, so that's seven necrotic damage to him. All right, nicely done. All right, Bria, you're up. Okay. Um, I is there a place for me to try to hide from him? Mm, sure. He's got the light, and then he's got the bell tolling. So I'll buy it. Uh, and 12. the flaming sphere against him. Oh, right, that too. 12. Yeah. He has the same passive that the Beatles did, so he sees you. Um, okay, so then I'm just going to try to shortbow him. Uh, wait, is, Alrighty. is um, Bizdira within... Nobody is, with, nobody is within 5 feet, uh, just within 10 feet. Well then, never mind. Okay. I am going to magic missile him. Okay, do the thing. It's only 8. Hey, that's alright. There's 2s and 1s. Boring. It's okay. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> all right, great. So that is Bria's turn. It is now his turn, and he does not like this bright light. So he is going to move towards Flick and attack. Well, he's actually, before he moves away, he's going to go ahead and swing at Bizdira a couple of times with two of his claws before he moves towards Flick. No, I don't think so. That's a 12. Nope. And that is a 15. Tie. All right. So he swings... Oh, that's not very good. Uh, So he swings and manages to scratch you with one of his claws for another six slashing. Then he runs over to Flick and tries to slash at him with his remaining two claws. Attack of opportunity? Uh, No, he was within 10 feet of you, not five. Duh. Uh, So that's a 21 to hit, an 18 to hit, and then he tries to bite you. Oh, no, I don't think so. That's a 14 to hit? Uh, No, that doesn't hit the first two. Okay, so his two claws do sink into you, and he does eight plus 12 points of slashing damage. And I'm going to use my reaction to cast Hellish Rebuke on him. 13, no, I'm sorry, 12. No, so he takes full 3d10. Nice. All right. <laughs> I rolled a 10, an 8, and a 9. Nice! Holy shit, you just, you he bursts into flames and collapses Yay! as a smoking husk. Boom. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'm well immediately going to shut down my radiant consumption. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Stop burning yourself from the inside out. Ow. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to go up to my friends and kind of gather us all around and say, hey, we okay? We doing okay? Are we okay? No. <laughs> no. I'm not no. okay. <laughs> um, I think I would like to go into like a hidden... It's still really early in the day, and I think there's a possibility we could uh, find something else along our path. And so I think I'm going to um, take everyone into like a heavily wooded area and cast um, Prayer of Healing for 10 minutes. Great. I love that. So go ahead and roll that. So it everyone d- regains 2d8 plus 3. 2d8. Oh, two ones. So that's oh, fun. So everyone gets 10 minutes of rest and five <laughs> points back. <laughs> Can we use a hit Somehow dice Somehow doesn't for seem this? worth it. Shit. <laughs> At least my other damage roll was really good. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If you want to hang out and make this like your midday rest and do it for an hour, then yeah, you can totally take a short rest here. I would like to do that. I think we should, yeah. That is fine. So go ahead and roll any hit dice that you need to. I'm going to be nice, actually. 
and tell you that this will be the only encounter that you guys hit for the day, so oh. don't worry about using up hit dice. We'll get a long rest in at the end of this. Because uh, I'm a kind and generous DM and don't let anybody tell you otherwise, listeners. Mm. And actually, as the creature, the ape creature falls to the ground, you all look back and you can still see the husks of all of those beetles with the beautifully glowing, uh, or rather shining carapaces and all those jewel tones. And that is the last image that we will leave it there with today. That is where we're going to end for this week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out, oh, next week you'll get to the River. So to basically just to find out if they cross the river or if they all die. That's really, that's the question on everyone's minds. If you enjoyed your listening experience, it would be exciting if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcast from, but mostly iTunes. The more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on the sites, the better our placement, the more people we will get to listen. In fact, this week, we have a new five-star review from Joyceph. 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 Sure. Anyway, they say, great story-focused adventure. There are a lot, capital L-O-T, and absolutely correct, of D&D podcasts out there, and this is one of the few that kept my attention which is, with its storytelling, production value, and group rapport. I've been running my own homebrew campaign for the last few years, and I'm definitely going to be stealing a few cool new mechanics that this group uses. I love nice. the story-based leveling up. Yeah, so do we. Or so do I. I don't know if you guys do. <laughs> We'd like to level I binged up both every episode, please. <laughs> Amazing. I binged both seasons over the past few weeks and am thirsty for more. Well, we are so excited to give you more starting with this season three. Joy, Seth. Uh, and let us know how your home campaign is going and how your players choose to spend their time leveling up the next time that they do. Uh, everyone still has time to review the show on iTunes and get entered into our raffle to win some of The Last Refuge swag. Some of that swag is beginning to roll in, and guys, it's super fun. So get your reviews in, and we will do that drawing at our live stream anniversary episode, which is coming up in the second week of July more details later because I don't have them in front of me and would like to close the episode out. Uh, all you have to do to be entered into that raffle is to leave us a review on iTunes. You will automatically be entered to win. Don't worry if you've left one at any point in the last year, you will be entered. Uh, so stay tuned for the winners of that raffle. Remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at, at @dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. We'd love to have you follow us and let us know what you think of the show. Of course, you can also always email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. We also have a website with character and player bios, a page dedicated to the awesome fan art that we've begun receiving. Send more of that stuff in. You can send it to us via email, the email that we just listed, or you can tag us on Instagram or Twitter with the, your creations and we'll put them up on the website. The address for that website is www.dndlastrefuge.com. There's also a page on our website that has a calendar of what conventions the Last Refuge team is going to be attending in just a in two weeks from when this episode drops, Flick and I will be at Origins Game Fair in Columbus, Ohio. So if you are going to be there or know anyone who will, uh, make sure you come find us. Drop us a tweet. Let us know where you're going to be, and we'll be. We would love to say hello. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. Last week, we finished out season two. (laughs) (laughs) The party managed. What? (laughs) You just (laughs) marauded. I was copying the birds. (laughs) Really good. What birds? From the The birds that flew me down the tree. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yep. Okay. Anyway, the party managed somehow to repel the orc army and send them packing after their leader. And, uh,. After their leader and what? Oh, the orc army. Send the. Jesus, we're going to do this again.